You're listening to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast with Steve Gordon. Welcome to the Unstoppable CEO Podcast. I'm your host, Steve Gordon, and today we've got something a little bit different for you. Uh, There's no interview today. What I really want to talk about is something I see as, as one of the biggest problems with small businesses and professional firms today. And, um, and we're going to spend a little time and kind of go deep into that and begin to develop some ideas for solving this big problem. And, um, and the context for this is that, you know, I've had conversations with literally hundreds of uh, small business owners, most of them in a service business of some kind or another over the last several years. And over and over and over again, I hear this story around the struggle to kind of get clients and, and get over the hump. And, you know, we, we've all heard the stats that, you know, eight out of 10 businesses die within 10 years of starting. But I actually don't think that's the really important statistic. Uh, yes, a lot of businesses fail. I think a lot of people just give up on them because you get people that start businesses that don't really understand what's involved. And, um, and for those of us who kind of went into this eyes wide open, and that's everybody that's listening, that, you know, you knew what you were getting into, and, and the risk isn't that the business is going to die. Yeah, that's a risk, but for most, I think the real risk is that it's going to become what I call a survivor business. And a survivor business is one that gets off the launch pad, and it, it gets enough growth to maybe pay you a little bit of money, maybe not what you want, maybe what you want. Um, and, and you've got some growth, but it, the, the growth becomes hard to sustain. And I've seen this again and again. What happens is, um, and I think this is really endemic in, in uh, professional services, because when you start the business, it's you out there putting yourself out to the world. You probably don't have a big team. And, um, and so you're going out and getting the work, fulfilling the work, going out, getting more work, fulfilling that work, and repeating that over and over and over again. And then as you grow, you begin to bring in other people to help you, you know, deliver on the work. And it's still you going out and getting the work. You're bringing it back and they're doing it with you now. And, and that's the typical growth pattern of most companies. Now, the problem that you run into there is that after a while, you either run out of steam, you run out of motivation, or you run out of time, more likely, to go out and do the, the business development. And what I see in, in these businesses that I'm calling survivor businesses is that they've gotten off the ground. They had that initial spurt of growth that made them viable. And they're not likely to become unviable, but they plateau. Maybe they get into a slow growth phase, but, but um, you know they're in this phase that is frustrating to the business owner, to the entrepreneur that started it, because you can't figure out how to break through and, and get the growth going again. And, uh, and oftentimes what will happen with these businesses is that, you know, the, the professional will just sort of shrug his shoulders at, at some point and say, well, this is it. This is for, as far as, as I'm going to take it. Um, there's no more time. I don't have any more capacity and I'm making some money. I'd love to be making a lot more money. I'd love to have a lot more free time, but I got to work because I got to deliver all this. And you kind of get stuck in this survivor mode. And, um, and that can be a really 
kind of dangerous and depressing place to be. Um, I know that because I've talked to a lot of business owners who act like they're depressed, um, that they couldn't get any further along. And, and that's really what I want to talk about today is, is some, some thoughts around how to get past that. If you're feeling like you've kind of hit that wall, um, first of all, know you're not alone, that, that the vast majority of businesses that survive, you know, they make it past the horrible statistics of eight out of 10 are going to fail, but they're in the group that's going to survive long-term. They get into this survivor mode and, uh, you know, and it's not an awful thing. You're in business. You're probably making a little bit of money, but um, but I'll bet that you feel like there is a lot more out there for you, and uh, and and I want to talk about how to get there. And and when we talk about more out there for you, I really think that there are three areas that when you start a business, really there's these three sort of promises that the world is is making to you. There's, you know, the world's saying, look, if you take this risk and you do it well and you do it thoughtfully, then on the other side, there are some freedoms you're going to gain. And you should be looking to gain the freedom of money. Most all of us think of that first when it comes to business. But, um, but I actually think money is just a vehicle for this second freedom, which is freedom of time. Uh, the ability to use money to buy time. Um, and, and most professionals don't have freedom of time. They don't have anything close to freedom of time. And, um, and, and I think that's the second big promise that's made, uh, in return for taking this risk and doing it well. And then the third is freedom of relationship. In other words, you can work with the people that you want to work with both on your team and with clients, um, go do good work with them, deliver value and, uh, and get to pick and choose who you want to work with. So freedom of money, freedom of time, and freedom of relationship. And I think those are all very, very important. That's ultimately what we're working towards. But the reason that we don't get there is because of this silly little idea called obscurity. I believe that the, the big thing that's standing between most businesses and the, the true goals of the person who started that business is obscurity. I've, I've met very few businesses that do truly horrible work. Okay. Um, and I've talked to a lot of businesses and, and by and large, everybody's doing really great stuff and that's wonderful. So why aren't you getting the clients that you want? Why aren't you progressing as quickly as you feel like you should? And the answer is obscurity. Ultimately, I believe obscurity is the enemy. That is the thing that you're fighting in business. Too many businesses exist uh, for their entire lifetime as the best kept secret in their market. And I don't want that to be you. I want you to begin to think about how do I get out of obscurity? How do I move beyond being unknown? And, uh, and the truth is we're all unknown to a great degree. There's seven point something billion people on the planet. I don't know what we're up to yet and growing. And we're all going to be unknown to probably the vast majority of them. But I want to be known to the people that matter to me. I want to be so well known within the circle of my ideal clients that I don't have an issue with obscurity. That when they think of a solution to 
the particular problem that, that you solve, that they think of you. And the trick is, okay, how do we get there? Um, and there are a thousand different ways to get there. There are people all over the internet trying to sell you that, you know, if you just could master Instagram tomorrow, you would be completely known. Everybody that needed to know you would know you. And, um, and then the day after tomorrow, it's going to be LinkedIn. And the day after that, it's going to be, you know, some SEO hack. And the day after that, it's going to be something else. And the truth of the matter is getting out of obscurity is a process. And it's a pretty predictable process. Um, in fact, there's really just a few moving parts to it. And, um, and, and we're going to walk through those between today's episode and next week's episode. So we're going to do a little two-part series here to help you get out of obscurity. And I've actually put together um, a website just on this topic. You can actually go there. Uh, it's at sellingprofessionalservices.com. Uh, I know it's a long name, but hopefully, hopefully you can remember it, sellingprofessionalservices.com. And you can go there and you can actually um, walk through everything that we're going to share on this week's episode and next week's episode. So if you want to skip ahead and kind of cut right to the chase, you can go there now. Um, so I want to talk for a minute about how we, how we begin to escape this whole idea of obscurity. Um, and, and the first big decision you've got to make to do that is you've got to decide who you want to show up for. And this is where most businesses trap themselves. And it's, I mean, it's such a false trap. I mean, and I see business owners just struggle with this decision of trying to figure out who they want to be a hero for, who do they want to show up for? Because you can't show up for all 7.1 billion. You don't have the resources to do that. So you've got to niche down at some point from the 7.1 billion. The question is, how, how niched are you going to get? And you've got to make a determination about the resources that you have. And so I see a lot of people running around trying to do all this crazy internet marketing to go get in front of tens of thousands of people, at least in their mind, that's the hope. When, if you could just get 500 of the perfect people to pay attention to you on a regular basis, you'd have the business of your dreams. If you could get a thousand of the perfect people to pay attention to you on a regular basis, you'd have the business of your dreams. You'd never have to worry about anything more than that. This is all about focus and narrowing down because you can't show up consistently and regularly for everyone. And so the first key decision you've got to make is you got to figure out who is it that I'm going to be a hero for. And you want to draw that into as tight a circle as you think you can, because the tighter it is, the easier it is for you to show up for that group of people on a regular basis and be interesting and relevant. So much so that they will want to pay attention to you. And those two words are very intentional, pay attention. Before you can sell anyone anything, they have to pay you with their attention. And I think a lot of times we gloss over this. We, we skip over the fact that, that we, we actually have to go out and, uh, and earn that attention. We have to get people to pay attention to us before we can even begin any kind of a sales process. And what you'll find when you go to sellingprofessionalservices.com is we're actually going to talk about a different way to approach this. We're going to talk about a, a different way to sell your services because you can't sell the way that 
most people sell in a product business, it's so easy. The, the product shows up after the sale is made and delivers all of the value. And the salesman moves on to the next sale. Well, in service businesses like ours, you are the product. And so you are the product and you are the salesperson. You show up, you make the sale, and then you got to come back the next day and, and start delivering value. It's a really difficult transition to make. And oftentimes the things that we learn in sales, which are, which are almost always pulled from the product world, and they're all great things over in that world, but when you pull them back into a professional services sale where you have to maintain your authority, because at the end of the day, you're going to be giving advice to the client and the client has got to believe in that advice. Without authority, they're not going to believe in that advice. And so if you've used some fancy closing script, if you've pressured them and cold called them and badgered them so that you could get that first appointment, if, if you've used those tactics, you've eroded your authority. And that's why you need a little bit of a different approach. And, and that's really what we're talking about here is how can you create an approach that your prospects and your customers can't ignore that is so finely tuned to the things that they're worried about and the things that, that they most desire, the things that they're most afraid of, that you're speaking their language. It's as if you're inside their head and they can't help but pay attention to you and they can't help but see you as someone who understands them and someone who understands how to get them from where they are today to where they want to be tomorrow. And if you can do that in your selling system, you now have a way to begin to get yourself out of obscurity. You have a way to begin to get people to pay attention to you because you're talking to them at, about something that they are deeply interested in. And this is a big shift for most businesses. I mean, I see a lot of marketing come through. I see a lot of before and after. So I see our clients come in and I see what they were doing before. And then we take them through a process and I see what they do after. And the before and after is often a very dramatic difference. Oftentimes the before is they don't know what to say to clients. And so they're not saying much of anything at all, which means um, they're leaving most of their growth up to chance, which is why they're, they're kind of in this survivor business. If they are doing stuff proactively, it's often just cobbled together and, and it, there's no real strategy and no real thought behind it because they're just trying to see what's going to work. And if you're in that situation, I get it. It's totally understandable. You know, oftentimes if you got in business and, and didn't come from a, a big marketing background, you're just trying to figure out what's going to work and you have no idea and that's okay. That's part of what we're going to cover here this week and, and next week is how to begin to create for yourself a framework that will pre-sell prospects so that by the time you actually talk to them, by the time you're across the table from them, they already know what you stand for. They trust you. They have a level of trust. They're not starting from scratch. And they have a good sense that you understand their problem and that you have the solution. Even if, even if they don't know what the solution is yet, they trust that you understand their problem and that you're the expert that has the solution. And when you can create all of those things before you're ever across the table from that potential client, you're in a much more powerful position. You don't have to sell. You don't have to have these crazy closing scripts that you got to memorize 
that, you know, take people through this four-step process. You can have a very simple conversation and an easy conversation. And they're already there. They're at that stage. If you've done this well, they're at that stage of having that meeting with you because they've already bought you. One of the things that we talk about on this, uh, this new site, if you go there, um, and again, it's at sellingprofessionalservices.com. If you go there, um, you'll see we talk about the three sales that are made in every transaction. And I think most people kind of ignore the process that has to happen, the, the steps that you have to go through. And you really have to go through these in order. They can go, you, you can go through them quickly with a prospect, but if you don't go through all of these, you're going to have an issue. And that, the very first thing that a prospect is looking for from you is to, to believe that you understand their problem. They need to know that they have a problem, but then you know, they've got to believe that you understand it. And if they don't buy that idea first in their mind, you're not going any further. And you want to look at, at the selling systems that you have in place currently and ask yourself, do they do this? Do I, do I tell my prospects the problem about the problem that they face? Do I show them that, that, I, you know, that I understand the problem? And do I get them to believe, to really believe that I understand it? Can I convey to them what it feels like to have the problem? Until you can do that, you're going to have a hard time getting over this first hurdle. But once you're over that, now you've got to get them to make the second buy. And the second buy is to, to trust you, to trust that you can eliminate the problem, that you're their person. You're the one that they can turn to and trust. I'll give you a great example of this. So um, not long ago, um, here in the U.S., we went through tax season and um, had to do our taxes. And I was doing it with a new accountant this year. And, um, and the accountant that I was working with, I've known him for a long time and, uh, and, and have thought very highly of him. And finally, we, we got the opportunity to work together. And he, at the end of the preparation of, of our business and personal taxes, came back with some advice. And there have been new changes in the tax law, and he recommended some things that I should do. Now, because I already bought into the idea that he's my guy, I don't have to go and read the tax code and figure out if what he's telling me is actually true. He could have made it up. He could have woke up this morning and said, here's what I'm going to tell Steve. But because I trust him, because I made that purchase in my mind, I bought the fact that he's my guy, I'm, I've gone and implemented what he told me to do. And really what he sold me there is he sold me confidence. I bought in confidently to knowing that he's got the answer for me and that he's acting in my best interest. And you've got to get that across. That's the second buy. And then, you know, the third is that, that you've got the solution and that I, as your prospect, as your future client, understand how it's going to eliminate my pain. I don't need to understand how it works. I need to understand that it's going to eliminate my pain. Or if you're selling, you know, on the, the other side of things, that it's going to help me achieve something that, uh, that I haven't been able to achieve, which I think is a different kind of pain anyway. Um, it's the pain of, of not, not having that achievement. 
So you've got to take them through those three steps. And if you can't get them through those three steps, you're really not going to make the sale. And that can take time. Um, but more importantly, you've got to have a process for it. You've got to have a way to bring people in and take them through that first stage of understanding they have a problem and letting them know that you understand the problem. You've got to then take them to the second stage of knowing that, you know, of establishing the trust that uh, in you that, that you can eliminate the problem for them, that you're their person. And then you've got to take them through the third stage so that they can see that you have the solution and that, you under, and that they understand how it'll eliminate their pain. And if you can orchestrate all of that to happen prior to them meeting with you, by the time they meet with you, there is nothing to sell. All that is left is to work out the terms of the deal because they've already bought. In their mind, they've already bought. When you can do that, you begin to have the opportunity to sell consistently at premium prices, to work only with the clients that you want to work with, to do that in a systematic way that scales so that you're not spending quite so much time on business development. So next week in our next episode of the podcast, we're going to get into some of the specifics of how to do that. Um, and I want to leave you with this. I, go right now, unless you're driving, go right now and go to sellingprofessionalservices.com. Um, I, I've put this stuff together. Um, you can go through um, all of, of what we've laid out, but in a, a lot more detail. Um, and I think what you're going to see there is the beginning of a framework that you'll be able to take and implement in your business and begin to create what we call a pre-sale universe. This little universe of, of systems, of information that is going to pre-sell your clients before they ever get across the table from you so that by the time that they do, there's nothing left to sell. They've already bought in their minds. That's the goal. And my goal with this site, this is a little bit of a new kind of side project for us, is, is really to get to all of you survivor businesses out there. Those of you who have started a successful business, but you felt like you plateaued and you're trying to figure out how to get to the next level. And what I have found again and again is that, that this is the key to unlocking that next level. And we're going to explore it here uh, this week and next week. So um, I don't know if you can hear that or not, but the uh, skies have opened up here in Florida. And I think that's my cue to wrap up. Great to uh, have all of you guys here. And again, go check out sellingprofessionalservices.com. I'd love your feedback on it. I, I hope it's helpful to you.